0: Welcome back to another episode of the Brighter Web Podcast: Insights on Growing a Small Business Using the Latest Technology and Marketing Best Practices. I'm Robert. Hey, I'm Mickey. Good to be here, Robert. Another episode that we're excited to bring to you today about yes. nonprofit marketing.
1: It is so. Yeah, nonprofit marketing is interesting. There's, there's two angles I thought of when I saw this title proposed: it's how do you, how how could we help a nonprofit market? But really, it's more how can a nonprofit help market themselves? And they they sure. overlap a good bit, so. Is different though nonprofit marketing is different than a tip of a for-profit business so what what makes nonprofit marketing different
0: yeah I mean there's several subtle little things but I think overall the biggest thing is the fact that nonprofits have a mission behind them right typically mm-hmm. I mean they're they're Are many different types of nonprofits. They come in all different shades and colors and sizes. Um, But typically, there is some sort of charitable mission involved with trying to help the public, help the community, whatever it is. And so, having that kind of focus really helps. I mean, can help, but also can sometimes be a hindrance to nonprofit organizations. Um, I think one of the different uh, aspects of it compared to a for profit. Uh, is most nonprofit marketing and and for a nonprofit marketer your job is often very much tied to fundraising yep Um, sure. and I, I say this from personal experience I've worked with a couple different local nonprofits here in the Atlanta area and I do not particularly love fundraising but that was often a part of my job I often had to work with our fundraising department or help you know with events or you know usually the outcome of a lot of nonprofit marketing is trying to raise money is trying to to solicit donations so that's often another big part again just from a marketers perspective what you're having to deal with and do fundraising is often a lot of your responsibility Um, nonprofits can be slower to adapt to technology sometimes so you you know it can be a struggle because sometimes as the marketer you may be the push person pushing for a new website or we need to get on this podcasting thing or have you guys heard of social media like you're you're often the one trying to innovate and push you know, maybe some board members or leadership into a new direction. And, and maybe you're not like that. Not all nonprofits are like that. There are some that are very innovative and cutting edge. But I think for the most part, there are plenty of nonprofits that can be a little bit sh- uh, slow.
1: Yeah. I think it probably ties back to your previous point about fundraising. Too, sure. is if you have less funds, you need to make people stretch further, you need to make dollars stretch further. And that makes new technologies something you don't have time or money for yeah, in a lot of cases. You know. Yeah,
0: it's, that's very, very true. Yeah, a lot of these things compound on one another. Um, I'd say the last thing that kind of sets nonprofits apart and makes charitable organizations a little bit different from, again, like, like for-profit businesses is often there's, you know, not no competition. I don't want to say that, but sometimes you, you have a lot more kind of a collaborative atmosphere. Nonprofits, you know, both in the same industries and in different industries are often, willing and able to collaborate with one another. Um, You know, you're still often again, quote unquote, competing for the same donors and the same dollars and the same events. So you have to kind of, be respectful but at the same time at least in my personal experience nonprofits are often willing to to share ideas and to share support and to encourage one another which i think is a really healthy and good thing and one of the things that i think a lot of for-profit businesses and industries could learn from
1: for sure yeah it's kind of funny you you worded it that way my wife works for the cobb collaborative which cobb county georgia here it's a collaborative of nonprofits where they all get together and share ideas and share best practices and kind of work with each other to build each other up and it's a, a fabulous thing that you don't see as often in the in the business world. So yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, a specific organization that is dedicated around that entire principle. Yep, yeah.
1: works well. All right, so that's what makes it different. What makes it difficult? What kind of challenges do nonprofit marketers face?
0: Well, I mean, you alluded uh, to this a little bit, but I mean, I think there's a lot of limitations when it comes to most nonprofits. Again, some are bigger, but I, I think even some of the bigger nonprofits have a lot of limitations of, I mean, budget is one big thing. You're operating either on a shoestring budget or hey, most of our funds have to go towards this mission, have to go towards serving homelessness, or the environment, or veterans, or whatever it is. Your, you know, your mission intentionally takes up a, the majority of your expenses, right? Yep.
1: And, that, and people look for that too. They want to know how yes. much of my money if I give this organization is going toward the cause versus going toward administrative costs. and. It gets into interesting things. I was talking to our friends at Kids to Leaders the other day where most of their costs go into staff, which is normally a bad thing, but in their case, staff is the product like, sure. to go out and serve the community. So it gets really interesting to figure out if a nonprofit is fiscally responsible or not, but people do look at that. So you got to make your dollars, however they go, go as far as they can.
0: There is an entire TED talk about that very concept of like, is that a healthy thing to hold some nonprofits to this arbitrary mark?
1: Hmm. Um,
0: which, again, I think you need to hold nonprofits accountable, and there are some that can be abusive of money, and you don't. Want to give to, but at the same time, there are some nonprofits that hey, we, we need to be able to spend money to be able to do what we do. And I, unfortunately, marketing in a lot of those cases is seen as an overhead. It's, yeah, that's an admin cost. We don't need to spend money on advertising. <laughs> sure. Well, but if we spend a little bit of money on advertising, we could raise a lot more money and we could create a much bigger pie that we're getting a slice of. Like, you know, it. It's a chicken egg thing in some cases, but yeah, unfortunately, there can be an unhealthy view of that sometimes with nonprofit budgets. Yep,
1: yeah, awesome. We'll have that TED talk linked in the show notes so you can sure. check out because I want to see it too. So make sure it's in there. <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I'll check it out. Um, so, I mean, limited budget, limited uh, resources in some cases, limited staff a lot of times. Many nonprofits, again, even good sized ones, tend to be understaffed, which, from a marketing perspective, that's one of the reasons you're maybe having to do a little bit of fundraising or event planning or project managing is because you're one of a few or you know maybe the only marketing person at your organization so it just means people have to wear a lot of different hats and again that's definitely my personal experience of of being in nonprofits is just having to do a lot of things myself Mm -hmm. Um, you're often serving a lot of different audiences as well like you may vastly different yeah yeah absolutely with very different purposes and different messages Um, you've got your community that you're maybe serving those veterans or maybe that's other nonprofits or maybe it's animals in an animal shelter like you've got your kind of quote-unquote end users but you've also got donors that you want to solicit and sometimes that's an individual donor and sometimes that's a corporate donor who represents a big business that wants to give money and sometimes that's somebody who's just shown up for an event and sometimes that's a volunteer and some people fit into multiple of these categories like it's it can be a real challenge to try to navigate all of those different audiences who need different messages and again, you're doing that on a limited budget with a limited staff.
1: Yeah, different messages and different goals. You know, Even businesses, most businesses have multiple audiences. Sure. But at the end of the day, they're all trying to get them to buy their shoes or to sign up for their service. It kind exactly. of came down a similar path, whereas yeah, here the audiences are totally different audiences with totally different goals, totally different needs. Like... It's difficult to balance for sure.
0: Right. And so there are also lots of different calls to action with each of these different audiences. You can ask them to donate or help you to fundraise or show up for this event or become a board member or volunteer. Or you see what I'm saying? Like calls to action are incredibly important. And for many businesses, it's just buy. Buy our product, buy our service and nonprofits that you have a wide spectrum of different actions an audience can take.
1: Yeah, but you got to be careful not to wear out your audience, too, with lots of the same thing. I remember years ago I worked in a church, and we, we asked a woman to come volunteer at breakfast, the Wednesday morning breakfast for the students, and we needed to check them in when she got there. And she finished that. She said, okay, now what? And said, that's all we need you for. You're done, she said, I'll serve you guys for whatever you need. If it, you Because know, she's used to just do this thing, but now do this other thing. Can you help us with this? And she kind of was used to getting piled on, and the fact that you just wanted one thing is helpful. And it's, but it's tricky as a nonprofit. Cause you do want more
0: volunteers more donors, and, yeah, it's, it's a Fun balance to try to take for sure. It really is. And and so much of that ties back to that mission because you want people who were who were very excited and, and bought into whatever mission you're serving. And so that typically means we do strain people a little bit much because it's like, well, don't don't you care about the kids? Right. <laughs> don't you care about the environment? Don't you care like and so you know, if you're not careful, you can end up guilting people, or you can end up guilting yourself, or you can overwork yourself, extend yourself because there's a good cause there, but you also can't let that overshadow you and over, over um, extend yourself and overextend your organization.
1: Yep, so there's certainly some challenges, but there's pluses too. Like what are some of the benefits of marketing a nonprofit?
0: Well, I mean, I, I, the, the first one is that mission, right? Yep, for sure. sure. You can, again, it can be a, in a real negative way, but it can also be in an incredibly positive way um, in that you can, like most businesses can't get a bunch of people just to volunteer their time. Right. And <laughs> to give up their time for, you know, not theoretically nothing in return, but you know they're they're giving their their time with nothing promised, really. right? Yep. Um, and in the same way, like, hey, give us your money. Okay, we're you know we're going to go give it to somebody else. Like businesses typically can't do that, mm-hmm. but nonprofits do it all the time. So it, it, really, what you're exchanging is that that mission and the idea that you're serving something larger and that people can be bought into that by again volunteering, by giving, by doing whatever. So. Um, yeah, I mean, and oftentimes you can get people like, you know, who are volunteers or, you know, most organizations, most nonprofits have a board, board of directors who, man, they're, you know, serving really big organizations with your community. They, they have real high power jobs, but they're sitting, you know, willing to sit here and give you their advice for free simply because you're a nonprofit and simply because that makes mm-hmm. them feel good and make, makes them look better. So there's, you know, a lot of different benefits like that.
1: Awesome. Um- any other benefits that might come from working with a
0: nonprofit? Yeah, so another one we love to talk about is digital tools. Yep, for and sure. In a lot of cases, many of the digital tools that we talk about tend to have either discounts, steep discounts, or you know, completely free for nonprofits. Yep. Um I mean, one of the few that comes off the top of my head, you know, Canva is a pretty slick graphic design tool, and any nonprofit can simply sign up and say, "Hey, I would like to get your premium version for free." And Canva, I mean I think you have to do a little bit of an application process and send them your right. some sort of you know information to prove that you are a nonprofit, but they'll give you their premium version for free. And there's a lot of other really cool tools like that who want to support local charities. And yeah, so you do have limited resources in some ways, but you've also got some very good free resources in other ways.
1: Gotcha. You can certainly extend them, yeah, you know, with some of those free tools and heavily discounted things. There's certainly right. some some fantastic values out there. Uh, so, what are some resources a nonprofit marketer can use?
0: I mean, this is a a wide range. Obviously, for sure, most nonprofit marketers know how to use Google and are able to find some stuff. But a few that I like, again, from my time in nonprofit marketing, I mean, here in the state of Georgia, there's the Georgia Center for Nonprofits. So I'm sure that many other states and cities um, have kind of organizations that again are dedicated to serving nonprofits, and they have. Free courses and classes and trainings and events and all that sort of stuff for nonprofits here in Georgia. So if you're you know if you're located elsewhere, please check out your other local organizations that support your nonprofit. Um, the nonprofit marketing guide is a pretty good site that's got a lot of free resources, blog posts, white papers, ebooks, all that sort of stuff you can download. And then, actually, an organization that I um, it, Freelance with and work with is called Classy, and it is a it's a nonprofit fundraising software. So they obviously have a paid piece, but a lot of what they do is give back a lot of that money by creating free resources like blog posts and reports and events and conferences and all that sort of stuff Very for nice. the nonprofits that they serve. So uh, another really good organization again that I'm I'm connected with, but again I've seen them do a lot of really really great things to serve local nonprofits. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, if you are a nonprofit marketer, uh, I hope that this has been helpful to you. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web podcast brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business or nonprofit organization keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at GreenMellon.com. You can also find our show notes and more episodes at A